As we enter a new year, we would like to take this opportunity to wish all of our supporters and listeners a very healthy and positive 2019. In light of recent events, we would like to reiterate our counsellor service, which is available 24-7, 365 days a year. You can call or text Mary confidentially on 07432 121 590. If you are struggling, you can also call the Samaritans on 116 123. Please never feel that you are alone. Someone will always be there to listen and help if you need it. Hello and welcome to Industry Minds, the podcast that discusses the importance of talking about mental health within the creative arts. My name is Kathy Reed. And I'm Scarlett Maltman. And today it's our Christmas Christmas special. special. We're also recording this at um, half midnight after our final interview of the series has gone out. And so we're being quiet because um, Scarlett's flatmate, Rachel, is asleep in the next room. And it's also my birthday. (gasps) I'm so old. She's 24. She's not old. Not old at all. So we just thought that we would do a little interview, a little chat, um, just me and Kathy. And we've had a few people message us or come up to us and chat to us and say that it would be good to hear more about us. So we thought, why not do a little Christmas special? So we're going to start, like we do every other podcast, with a word to say, should we... With... (laughs) I've had Prosecco with a word association game. So, are you ready, Kathy Reed? I'm really, I'm really nervous and I now know how our guests feel because yeah. I have no idea what I'm going to say. Yeah. That's why we're doing it. Okay, okay girl. Okay. Lip fillers. Uh, Trinity Talk. <laughs> January sales. Dangerous. Mm. Christmas turkey. Uh, yummy. Mm. Nannying. Long hours. Fluorescent pink tight lycra jazz pants. Uh, no, no, just no. A capizio leotard. Uh, pineapple. A small petite, but strong vibrator. Essential. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Amazing. Okay, my turn now. Birthday. Today, twentieth of December, nineteen ninety four. Cake. I'll be eating it today. Oh wait, I need to say just one word, do I? Yeah. Oh, oh um, cake, yummy. Digs. Pitlockery. Glasgow. The best. Edinburgh. <laughs> bougie. <laughs> so true. We are we are so bougie. Uh split sp- split soul jazz sneakers. My life, as Raphael Pace would say. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he did do that in episode one, didn't he? Audition anxiety. My life. (laughs) So let's just chat and start from the beginning. So for those of you um, who don't know why we set up this podcast, um, I was feeling low and felt like it wasn't really spoken enough about in the industry. Um, And I started listening to Fern Cotton's Happy Place and was like, this is amazing, but why can't I connect to this? Um, And I realized because all these people were chatting and they were so successful, so brilliant, so idols. um, And I thought, why are people in my kind of circle, in my kind of industry who I connect with, why aren't we talking about this? 
So then I had this idea of this podcast and talking to all these amazing creatives that we were surrounded by about mental health and stuff that we were faced with. And I went to the wonderful Kathy Reid and she basically was my wing woman, put it all together, was like, we're going to do this. Let's make it happen. And three, three, four months later, yeah, two months later, we set it all up where we still use her little 2008 mic if anyone wants to buy us a mic for christmas then that'd be great because we need a new one it it does the job it does the job but um yeah and we thought both fair to say we're very proud that we've delivered a first series so let's just chat about the first series shall we because we've had some absolute amazing and inspirational people on board and I personally have taken so much from each and every single podcast and I don't actually think I realised how much it shaped yeah. kind of who I am now yeah. in terms of what I do mentally, which I'm bloody thrilled about because I'm in a better place because of it. Yeah. So let's chat about the, the series. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I remember when Scarlett came to me and I was like, you want to start a podcast? What? She was like, yeah, I really want to do it. And um, I'm really glad that we have done it and that we've actually seen it through. And we were um, we were so worried at the beginning that we wouldn't be able to get anyone to come and chat. But I think the fact that we've had so many people, um, we've had 14 episodes so far and the, the, the list of people who have contacted us has just been fantastic. And we're so excited to bring you um, some amazing interviews over the next two, three, four series because uh, the, the list is just goes on and on so it's really exciting and um, so hopefully we'll be able to deliver that for you in 2019. Yes. So we both just want to say a personal huge thank you to Raphael Pace, Jesse Hayes, Luke Bear, Philip Joel, Ailey Lone, Stephen King, Tatum Swithenbank, Michael uh, J. Ferns, Lydia Ruffles, Tom Jackson Greaves, Jordan Cunningham, Karis Murray, Leila Zadie and Aidan McCall. Um, thank you so much for being part of our series one. Thank you for inspiring us and thank you for you guys listening to my horrible voice and Kathy's lovely voice. <laughs> um, so as we just mentioned, all the wonderful people in series one, um, we said that we've taken a lot from it. Um, Kathy, is there any episodes or any words of advice from the people that we interviewed that you have taken with you today? Yeah, for sure. Um, I think what some people might not realise is we had to record all the episodes before the 22nd of October. So we also recorded, um, I think, four or five episodes for the start of series two before then. So we did 18 episodes um, between the, I think, the 10th of September and the 22nd of October. And fitting that in around our schedules was very stressful um, because we were both doing an awful lot and had an awful lot on um so they've not been recorded in order um one episode that really spoke to me is actually a really recent episode um and it was uh, Layla's who um I know personally from college and Layla spoke about how she'd been for counseling and uh that's something that really resonated with me because I haven't had the best um latter half of this year and I knew that I needed to sort it out and just sort myself out but I didn't really know what to do and hearing her speak so candidly about how much counselling helped her and how it should just be something that every everyone does um, 
massively helped me and made me go and get counselling myself and I think that there is still a bit of a stigma attached to getting counselling but um it really should just be something that everyone does like I literally just go and sit in a chair for an hour every Friday and just chat and it's not like oh so how did that make you feel it's like a adult discussion about what's going on and why things are making me feel this way and how I can maybe maybe not let them make me feel this way if that makes sense um that was definitely something that stood out to me what benefits have you got from going to counseling then the last couple weeks so yeah so I've been going for about five five weeks I think um and the benefits I've got so far are just that I leave and I I, I call my mum every time after I leave and I'm just like yeah I spoke about this today and it's really weird because I maybe think this because this happened when I was when when this was like that and it's not saying that the reason you feel like this is because of this specific moment um what I've been finding is that uh, she's been kind of analysing patterns in my life um, and how I personally see the acting world as the real world and the real world as my fake world because I call it my muggle job, as many of us do, and um, how that's not massively healthy because it's all it's all real, basically, but we do see this um, acting as this like that is what my job is that's what I'm going to do but also nannying at the moment um is my is my job as well and um yeah she's she's kind of um helped me realize a couple of things and just sometimes get to to get it out like sometimes I chat for like 20 minutes and then I'm like oh sorry do you want to say anything and she's like no 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 you're paying so it's um yeah that was really good and I think also um another interview which there's been there's been several um I loved Jordan's um Jordan's was the second interview we did um and that his work ethic just spoke to me so much and how hard he works um and also how open he was about um what what he's been through um I think Tatum's as well was um a fantastic one Uh, I've never heard someone speak so passionately about the causes that she believes in um and I, I almost want to mention everyone do you know what I mean um I also felt that Jesse's interview about it's not you're not giving up on your dream if it's not your dream anymore I thought that was great um how she could speak so so candidly about that so yeah those are kind of my ones obviously I, we could literally go through all of them but this would be like 25 hours long if we did yeah yeah absolutely so same question back at you Scarlett what is the best piece of advice you've taken from the interviews this series oh that's a huge question I honestly think I've taken snippets of what everyone has kind of spoke about into my life but for different reasons obviously I was completely unemployed when we started but I think the main one that I've connected with is Tom Jackson Greaves' interview purely from from doing this job because it was I understood what he was saying when I was sitting chatting to him. I was like, oh, that's great. And then doing the job at Pitlochry, it it like you say, it just resonated everything that he said about creating such a happy, positive, creative space where everyone's on the same level. And I feel like I really experienced that. And as well, I feel like, because I was unemployed for a very long time, I think going into a job where 
there was people that had been working for a long time, continuous back-to-back jobs, or some people for not as long, or some people had made it and been in West End Broadway shows and then came and had a little bit of a break. And I think coming into something quite fresh, it honestly made me realise how lucky I was to be unemployed for so long. And I know that seems ridiculous, but thinking about my kind of personal life and how I've kind of devoted the last year to that and yeah like no one's happy in a muggle job as you say but that's a real world you have to to create work that that you're going to be happy doing like I found an amazing like I've got you I've got like found myself the most amazing group of friends that amazing relationship and um, I'm happy in my normal life and I think I realized that talking to a lot of people like Jessie for example when she was talking so much about you have to be happy you have to be happy and for so long I was like why am I not happy it's because I'm not working it's because I'm not working and then when Phil was saying you know happiness isn't a credit mm-hmm. I was like it's not what is happiness and I mean I, I, still, I guess I still don't really know what happiness is but I think I'm I don't know why, but I'm so grateful that I didn't just jump straight into the West End. I'm so grateful I've had this time to know who I am and find other ventures that I'm I'm passionate about. Um, and I think I think it's so inspirational um, listening to people like Tom and Phil and and even like Ailey Lowe and like going off to do her, her writing and like w- without the tough times we wouldn't be so lucky to have all these creative like you, you and your music for those that Kathy Kathy's amazing she's an amazing musician um and it's like without all these spare times we wouldn't have the chance to do all that and be creative just going off one thing you said there this is like a proper interview isn't it I say that in other interviews um when you said Phil happiness a credit um obviously that was the title of his um podcast and the reason is actually Scarlett's like Scarlett comes up with all the ideas I just they just come to me in a flur and then that's it and, and Kathy has to latch onto them because I won't remember them otherwise I have to latch onto them and then like be like right this is how you do it and she goes yeah that's what I want <laughs> but that's that's why we work well together because we we both have different different strengths but yeah uh, going back to the um the names of the podcast um I think it's just a bit more interesting than episode one Raphael Pace episode two Jesse it, it's um and also going back through and um, editing them and then listening to them and we then chat about what we're going to put in the bio and like the main things that people have spoken about and it's kind of a something that we maybe found funny or something we found inspirational like some of them are funny like Luke Bayer is like I, I lived off Oreos um, but um, but yeah for Phil's like I 100% for years thought happiness was a credit and um like little things like that make sense or it could be an inspirational quote like Stephen King's like anything you can do in 10 years you can do in 10 days um so yeah I think that that has been uh, definitely a, a good thing to do uh, as the name of the the podcast yeah. yeah I think my favorite one is Jordan Cunningham's you cannot know success without knowing failure Preach. and I think failure doesn't necessarily have to be failure for me I take that as as in what I think failure is but that failure to someone else might not be failure but I think yeah Jordan you go on hon that's a great name for an episode so we've just released our 
final episode at time of recording we've just put out our final episode um which is Ada McCall's interview um so Scarlett series two what's happening we have an incredible amount of people lined up for season two (laughs) I don't know how we're gonna get it all in like I actually don't know so I sat down not long ago and I planned out I think it was actually five seasons that took us up to December next year was it and I was like golly gosh Kathy (laughs) so yeah we have uh, for those that have been messaging us we have a whole a whole year lined up um if people drop out I'm sure we'll be able to get more equally as wonderful people on to chat so it's really exciting um so we're doing that we've got that we're also planning some cool events um lined up with some cool people news to come TBC so vague cool events cool people I love it have to keep it vague in case it falls through (laughs) And me and Kathy actually just spoke about this the other day, um, about maybe doing some qualifications in mental health first aid and just really cluing herself up because why the hell not? Like I, I want to know what is physically going on in my brain. I think I'm quite inspired by my mum as well. She's she's a counsellor and I find it fascinating how, you know, she can pick up on one certain aspect of someone and I'm like I want to know that. Um, so yeah, so but that's the plans for the next when while for us. But um, yeah, it's all very exciting. I think me and Kathy, we both want to do more. The podcast is great, but um, uh, we both want to do more. And actually, um, one thing that I actually really want to discuss, and it's been on my mind for a little while now. So we interviewed Jessie Hayes a while ago. I think she was our second episode yeah she was her second episode and she has an amazing charity called performers in mind um which is brilliant and they they they're focusing on um specifically at the moment on bringing mental health workshops and master classes into drama schools um just to educate the students and um they had an amazing fundraiser i think they got um quite a lot of dosh to take it around some schools and i've seen she put up a tweet saying that she was met with some resistance um from drama schools and we spoke to Anne-Marie about this as well who you'll hear in series series two oh yeah series two episode one um come january um and she um she's quite heavily dedicated to mental health and drama schools and she said the same and they were both met with some resistance weren't they when it when it comes when it comes down to mental health and drama skills um so if you're listening to this and you're at a drama school and you feel like you aren't being supported enough drop jesse an email um at performance in mind or you can reach out to us um because we chatted about this didn't we and i said i don't know why there's so much resistance but for me personally i don't know if this affects anyone else but when i was at drama school there was this thing of you don't know how hard it is till you get out there or you'll be in for shock. No one no one knows until you're out there. And I always thought that was because, oh, there's always there's so many talented people that are racing towards to get that job and I need to get that and everyone's gonna be looking amazing and dancing amazing and being so talented and it's all a big fight. But actually I think that means something completely different now from being in the industry. I think that means yeah, the rejection's hard. But try dealing with all your friends back home, for instance, buying a house and being able 
to have a baby and, and you can't and feeling kind of like like you're at the, the back of the finish line which I know like a lot of people are feeling right now like I'm, I myself I'm like oh my gosh I'm oh, I'm 24 now it's my birthday yeah. 24 like I'm never going to be able to afford a house do you know what I mean um and the pressure of getting a job the pressure of not not knowing oh, how to get in the room how to possibly compete with with all these these people yeah there is a sense of that but I think more of it is the reality of life we we graduate and we don't do what we love every single day we have to fight we have to wait years for it literally years for it and I think that's down to I I think what that saying means is you don't know how hard it is is you don't know how hard mental health in the industry is and we don't know that because as a as a drama school student who's yet to graduate we don't know what that's like so how can you possibly seek out for mental health advice when you don't know what it's like all you know is that those four walls that you're surrounded by three walls if you've got an open balcony <laughs> to your Bali studio um that's all, that's all you know so how do you possibly know what it's going to be like and I think if if I if I honestly could have fought f- for please tell me what it's really like please teach me everything even when it comes down to blooming tax how do I do tax teach me it I think if you're at a drama school and you don't really know or you think you do but want more of an insight to how it, it really is contact Jessie because she will come in she will give you an amazing masterclass I believe you don't have to pay for it she's got the funding to do it yeah. The masterclasses are run by um, Sophie Linderley, who is an actress who is trained in um, counselling and giving these workshops. Um, so she's the one that comes in and it's it's paid for because uh, sometimes that can be a reason for places not to accept it because they're like, oh, we don't have the budget. But the idea of performance in mind is that it funds these workshops so that Sophie can go in and do these workshops. Yeah, It's amazing. Um, so if you are at a drama school at the moment and you want more of an insight, speak to your principal. Just say, I want more of this because honestly, if I could go back in time and have more of it, I would because it would have helped me a lot. And I think the response we've got from this podcast of um, people in drama schools or graduates saying this has really helped us, it proves that it's not spoken about a lot. And that's why at the end of the day, that's why I was that's why I made this podcast because I was hit with such a concrete wall when I graduated like what the fuck is this I can't sorry I just wore put an e beside it <laughs> um like what is this I and that's why I struggled so much so we need to bring it more mm-hmm. into drama schools so yeah yes and I think aside from it just being in drama schools um it's so prevalent in society at the moment um I went and spoke to my I saw my grand today for lunch she's 95 years old and she was asking me how I was getting on with it and she was like, oh, it's a very big deal at the moment, isn't it? Like, even the, the Duke and the Duchess are, like, obviously talking about Kate and William and their um, their charity that they're, uh, I think, ambassadors for or something. And um, it's just something that, it just doesn't need to be a thing anymore. Like, it doesn't need to be an issue that we don't talk about. I, I, I just don't see what the problem is. It, it just baffles me that with, especially with... The statistics surrounding mental health and especially surrounding suicide rates in in young people, I just it just baffles me how it's not how we can just brush it under the carpet. It's just it's just not fair. And we always said like if we could help one person with this podcast, we'd be 
really happy and it's been really really humbling and really gratifying to receive messages from people saying this podcast is exactly what I need thank you so much and that gives us such an impetus to keep going and just keep bringing you more stories so that you just get different people's stories from different angles and the more people that we bring to you the more people you you realize it oh my god it's not just me I feel like that too and then you realize that god the vast majority of people especially in this industry have struggled with mental health at, at one time or another yeah yes own your mental health and yeah and I think I've done that too even though I have been having a bit of a I just call it a bit of a rough time <laughs> my boyfriend says that I'm a great engine I just need finely tuned and I was like "Ooh, that's great um I like that yeah um yeah and I think just saying yeah I need to sort this out yeah I need to take a bit of time for myself I need a bit of me time I need to talk to someone um or if you're really not feeling great I need to go to the doctor that is more than okay so we have been doing a few takeovers on the old social media um so we've only had a few so far but it's going to be something that we're going to continue doing because you guys listening said that's what you wanted me and Kathy um, done one today and one of the things that I spoke about was my very first top tip, what keeps me literally going and I've done it since I was about 12, is I get a diary every year on my birthday, which is the 20th of December today. <laughs> is it your birthday, Scarlett? I don't know if, I was, if I've mentioned it, but it is my birthday. Oh my God, yeah. no way. Uh, yes, yeah, so I get a diary um, on my birthday today's my birthday again <laughs> sorry I'm so annoying um or at Christmas and the first thing I do is I write down all the goals for my next year and during the year I'll be so frustrated and I'll score stuff out and I'll be like ah I'm shit blah blah blah, blah. and most of the years it's a hard year I never have an easy year but it's so rewarding to look back at all the stuff ticked off at the end of the year and the first one for this year I think was to be happy and to be confident because this time last year I was not happy and I was not confident and I just didn't have a fucking clue what was going on in my head and what I wanted to do with, with sorting out my happiness or with my life and so this brings me to my next question. Kathy Reed, do you do yearly goals? I did this year. You did this year? Mm -hmm. Okay. What were your goals? Oh, God. Do you want to tell me one? Yeah. So, Kathy Reed, what was one of your goals for this year? Okay, it's really soppy and, like, lame. It's um to find someone who wants me for me, loves me exactly as I am, and who's willing to commit. It's me. I committed to you. It's me. It's the best love story. No, and you did find it, didn't you? Yeah, well, yeah, I was really lucky. So um, anyone who knows me will know that I have been a serial single person for my whole life. <laughs> well, pretty much, not quite. Um, and yeah, I, ca I got to Christmas last year and I was like, I think I know what's missing from my life. Like, mm -hmm. I like my personal life. I was like, I think I just want to share experiences with, pe with someone and... Um, have someone that I can chat to when things are going bad and like go for dinner with someone or no I can go to a Christmas market with someone and yeah I uh I met my boyfriend on Bumble I will advocate for that um and yeah just by chance but I think that's so important because like I said earlier it's so important to have a good sturdy personal life yeah. in this industry mm -hmm. 
and you need love like I noticed that this year as well I was like I need a bit of love yeah and in a romantic way not just from Kathy Reed. <laughs> well <laughs> and we're going to do that in the new year as well we're going to talk to um a bit more about relationships because I think that's a huge boost for some people's mental health definitely for mine anyway I need love love me love me love me love me love me love, love me yeah it has been for mine um my boyfriend's been amazing he is not involved in the acting industry not that there's anything wrong with that um and I know that some people like to be um with someone that completely understands exactly what they're going to, going through but um for me it actually helps me that he's not um he works in intensive care and um when he's had a shit day it's because someone who was 20 took an overdose of something and is now in intensive care uh yeah it puts into perspective like when i've had a shit day it's because i didn't get a recall from that audition that i thought was great or i didn't get called in for such and such which i thought i was perfect for and i'm like you know what it really is that expression we're not saving lives we're literally not so yeah that was one of my things that i really had no control over but i'm really really glad that i did and it has certainly helped me a lot through this year yeah Yeah. absolutely so scarlett is there anything else that was on your list that you would like to tell us about there was actually one which i scored out halfway through the year so my very last it wasn't a goal which is why i scored it off but it said try this career this year and if it fails go back to uni or school no way yeah so that's what i put this time last year it was my very last goal because I was just in such a rut and I was like, I'm not getting anywhere. What am I going to do? I don't want to be a failure for my whole life. And I scored it out halfway through and I was like, no, I was like, I'm going to do something creative and I'm going to be fucking amazing at it. And I will be. Um, if that's acting, if that's another passion of mine, then who knows? Um, but yeah, and I think that was interesting because at the point when I scored it out, I was in a good place. And I think it's so easy to fall into... I'm going to quit, I'm going to give up. And it's okay to do that, but for me, I I was just, yeah, I, I wanted to continue. So, New Year's resolutions. Tell me a couple, or just one, of your New Year resolutions for 2019. God, I haven't really even thought about it. Um, I think more me time, as in... I'm not going to, obviously I'm going to continue to work hard, like go to my lessons, go to the gym, go to class and continue to work at my craft as you would call it. But um, I think it's the whole holiday thing, isn't it? If you want to book a holiday, if you want to get an addition, book a holiday. This actually did happen to me. I got home from London yesterday and half an hour after I got home, I got a call and I was like, there you go. But um, it's fine. They let me self-type. It's all cool. But um, I think if you want to if you want to go to dubai for a week just go and just say look i'm going and as someone else has said it what's for you won't pass you by mm-hmm. and like scarlett and myself were saying this if we'd both gone into west end jobs to begin with we would have never met um if both of us had been working this year we wouldn't have started this podcast um or working consistently this year we wouldn't have started this podcast and yeah i think just try not to let my career control my personal life um and I think it's so much easier said than done but I mean as I said I'm going to be 26 this year um 
my not that, not that it's the thing to do but my mum was married with a great career by this point and I just think that I just think that, that there's there's things in your life that you can put on on the same level as your career obviously career is super important to me and I will be working my damn hardness to succeed next year but um I don't want to let other parts of my life suffer because I do that so yeah I think that's going to be my new year's resolution I'm not going to try and do specific ones because I won't do it what's your Scarlet? I haven't wrote them yet why did I have to come up with one on the spot and you just couldn't write it <laughs> um because I haven't got my, my new diary, so I actually haven't wrote See, them I down. Haven't I haven't written them down. But on the top of my head, I know one, mm-hmm. I'm going to try meditation. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Lots of people have spoken about that. Yes. In the podcast, Tata mentioned it and someone else. Yeah. So I'm going to try some meditation mm-hmm. in London when I get back. And I am going to stop drinking so much coffee. I know that's not to do with mental health, mm-hmm. but I spend so much money on coffee, it's ridiculous. But meditation and coffee, that's the two I'm sure of just now. Um, when I have my full list, I will show you. Great. So we have um, a couple of cheeky plugs to do that um, some of our former guests and some of our listeners have asked us to do for them. So our first plug is for Jed Berry. He is currently in the West End cast of Kinky Boots. Um, Jed and Grace Mout, sorry if I said your name wrong, uh, Grace is the super swing in six. So Jed and Grace are putting together a concert in aid of Performers in Mind, which, as we've said before, is an organisation working to campaign and fundraise for mental health action in the arts by funding and providing wellbeing support um, to performing artists throughout training and employment. Uh, the concert is taking place on Sunday the 27th of January above the Arts, um, that's the Arts Theatre in Leicester Square, and tickets are on sale now. There'll be a live band and an amazing lineup of performers, I've got the list here. So we have um, Sophie Linda Lee, who's been in Wicked, Olivia Moore of Heathers, and Jordan Cunningham, who's currently in Everyone's Talking About Jamie. So head to the Arts Theatre website to book tickets. So our next plug is from the lovely boys at Just Add Milk Theatre Company. Their show, Digging Deep, will be on at the Vault Theatre from Wednesday the 20th of February until Sunday the 24th of February. So Digging Deep was written by Amy Guiler. The play examines a rise in suicide for young men, in particular young men from working class backgrounds. The play explores tight friendships within these communities alongside the limitations of banter culture, lack of opportunity and becoming financial burdens on our parents. Most prominently, this play explores how so few young men feel that they can ask for help, even from the closest to them. Um, when the boys sent us uh, this asking if we could plug it for them, we just thought it sounded like such a great play. And I, for one, am really looking forward to going and seeing it. Um, it's only 60 minutes long, so no excuse. And as we said before, uh, Wednesday the 20th of February to Sunday the 24th of February at the Vaults Theatre. Um if you're a press and you would like to attend, please email press at vaultsfestival.com and you'll be able to get tickets uh, on the Vaults Festival Theatre website. We've got another plug for um, the AJ Masterclass Move Your Body and Mind with Alex and Amy Jessup. Um, 
Alex is a West End performer, choreographer and teacher and Amy is a confidence mindset and performance coach. For three hours they team up and host a unique, fun, interactive and high energy masterclass. The body and mind influence each other and as performers we need both to be working at their best. This session will teach you through a mix of dance, exercise, exercises, tools, talks, how to use your mind, body, breath, focus, energy, ability and talent to your advantage, ultimately making your everyday and working lives happier and more successful. Um, the level for this is uh, in training uh, slash professional and the style is musical theatre jazz mindset slash performance coaching. This is happening on Sunday the 13th of January uh, from 12.30 to 3.30pm uh, in the Jackson studio at Base Studios and the cost is £20. Okay, so I think we've chatted for long enough. We're very delirious. It's late at night. Um, and it's... Is it your birthday, Scarlett? No way. Um, God, I'm looking forward to editing this. <laughs> so, shall we finish with a cheeky game of... Finish the... Sentence. Imagine if you got that wrong. So, shall we finish with a cheeky game of... Finish the... Pavlova. I, I could do with a Pavlova right now. That'd be nice. Yeah. Nah, it's... Oh, birthday cake. Oh, wait. It's our birthday. Nah, it's finish the sentence, our favourite game. So, Scarlet, couple of finish the sentences. The first thing I do when I wake up in the morning is... Check my phone. Awful. My favourite shampoo is... Hydrate and Retrieve Extra Strength Argan Oil of Morocco Shampoo by OGX. It's amazing. It's the one in the blue bottle with the gold top if you want to know what it is. So, yeah, everyone knows that one. It's quite pricey, so I always get a load for Christmas. So Christmas is coming up. By the time this has gone out, Christmas will be finished, so hopefully you can get in some sales. <laughs> My favourite type of music to listen to, aside from soundtracks of musicals, is... Okay, this one's going to be a bit weird to people who don't know me, but I love rock music. Um, Foo Fighters, System of a Down, I love it. But also, I've also just discovered this girl called Billie Eilish. I don't know if you've heard of her, but she's 17. She's amazing. Her music is like powerful, gold. Oh, amazing. Yeah, so rock music. Yeah. If you could live anywhere in the world and not have it affect your career or anything, where would that be? Scotland. Scotland is the best. It is the best. Um, my personal favourite, my favourite pizza topping is... Oh, pepperoni and mushroom with a cheesy stuffed crust and a garlic dip. Everything apart from the mushroom spoke to me there. On cheese, extra cheese. Always extra cheese. My guilty pleasure is... Or it doesn't have to be a pleasure that you feel guilty about. We shouldn't really have them, should we? No, we shouldn't. Okay, my my guilty pleasure which I'm actually not that guilty about, but I should be, is buying overly priced bed sheets <clears throat> from the white company because they're really soft. And I should have taken them back. I know I should. But I got caught from a an addition, I think, and I went and I spontaneously bought these amazing, soft, beautiful bed sheets. And I texted Kathy and I panicked and I said, I have no money. I'm in my overdraft. I was in my overdraft. I had no money. I went home. I was like, oh, maybe I'll just put them on the bed. I put them on the bed, got into the bed. I was like, I'm never taking these back. They're amazing. And I asked my mum for some more sheets for Christmas as my present because they were so good. So guys, don't do it. 
just don't, just don't do it. Additioning in pineapple is dangerous because <laughs> you just go shopping. So yeah, that is my absolute guilty pleasure, which I am so guilty, but so not guilty for at the same time. Excellent. Kathy Reed, finish the pizza. I need to stop doing that noise. <laughs> Does that sound like a horse? Like a really tiny horse. <laughs> a little Shetland pony. Okay. Today I woke up and thought, I've got to do two really long drives today. Oh gosh. Mm. Good for you, girl. When I have a bad day, I... Watch RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes. My favourite thing to do on the toilet is... Uh, ashamedly check Instagram and Twitter. An embarrassing secret from my first job would be... Oh. Okay, so um, it was at the Adelphi and it was one night only. And so we had a, like, it was a gala and we had the um, kind of party straight afterwards. But because I was playing a rat and a human, I had loads of, like, shitty makeup on my face so I had to take it all off but then we were up in the dressing room and I'd taken it all off and I put a whole new face of makeup on and redone my hair and then I started sweating because I was so hot and then my makeup just like you know when your makeup just disintegrates off your face and it just all fell off my face and then I had to take the whole makeup off and put it back on again and then so it took me 40 minutes to come outside and then everyone was like oh my god you're such a diva why did it take you 40 minutes to come outside and it's because my makeup melted off my face and I was too embarrassed to say Oh my god! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Diva. Tragic. Wow, so tragic. melt. I get what you mean though. That it does happen when it all goes like, yeah, dry, yeah. Yeah, and then it's happening. like peels down. I, like, I can't have that happening. Can't have that happening. Okay. In the future, I want to be happy. Amazing. Me too, Kathy Reed, and I'm sure I will be with you in my life. I love you lots. Love you too. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thanks for listening to our Christmas episode, guys. If you've got this far, listening to our listening to our ramblings. If you have, cheers for sticking with us. Um, we just want to thank you all for your support over the past couple of months and for your continual appreciation of uh, what we're putting out there. Um, please continue to spread the word on social media. Um, you have no idea how far a retweet, a like, a follow, a mention in your Instagram story goes to helping people find us and we just want to spread the uh, word about mental health and just make it not as stigmatized as it is and just make it an everyday conversation so by sharing the podcast that is what you guys are helping to do so thank you i'm not going to do the little spiel at the end because you should all know it if you've been listening this far but you know where to find us on social media and via email so yeah get in contact if you want to chat bye everybody adios aloha ciao Au revoir, zen. Au revoir. Bon voyage. Bon voyage. Bon voyage. See ya. Ta ta.